hell yeah. <laughs> Hi, Kat. Hello. And hello, audience. Welcome to Deadpan Studio Presents. Woo! Woo! <laughs> That's right. All right. So tonight, uh, we're going to keep this short and sweet. Let's do the business, and then we'll tell you who we're talking to tonight. <laughs> All right. So as always, if you're listening to this, we're on many different streaming services now. I'll give you the basics, and then we're on a bunch more. Just search for us. iTunes, Stitcher, Google Podcast now, not Google Play. It's oh, now Google Podcast. Wow. iTunes, Stitcher, Google Podcast, TuneIn, Spotify, plus a bunch of others, including iHeartRadio. We are on there oh, now, yeah. ladies and gentlemen. And soon, Pandora and a bunch of others. I'm telling you, we're everywhere. So, so is Google Play like no more, or is it? Yeah, like Google Play is no more. Everything is moving to Google Podcasts. I thought so. there was other stuff under Google Play that wasn't podcasts. Well, it's I centering more on podcasts. So that's what they wanted to do. Okay. But so check Ray us out there. I'm here for it. As well as Podbean, DeadpanStudio.Podbean.com. You can get that Ooh. through the app. Yeah. Oh, did you hear that? Thunder ASMR. Thundering. Yeah. So. Oh, no. Oh, no, no, Yeah. No. This, is, this is the second interview where we've had inclement weather, so. Freaking inclement weather. <laughs> All right. So we have that. We have DeadpanStudio.Podbean.com. Uh, it's an app. It's a website. Check us out there. That's where most of our traffic is going to be pushing towards. So go there. It's a great site. And. We just love it. So we have that. We have emails. We have social media. We have deadpanstudio18 at gmail.com. We have at deadpanstudio18 on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Oh, We're at all three. It is hella raining right now. Woo! I was like, over the earphones, I was like hearing the shh, shh sounds like, oh, what is that? Like, I know there's wind, but it's pouring outside, so. Well, let's hope uh, that it doesn't kill our connection. So tonight, <laughs> this is, again, oh, this is why we're going really fast. Tonight, my we're... Turn. My turn. My turn. What? Tonight, we're interviewing somebody. I'm going to turn it over to Kat. <laughs> She's yeah. excited. It's because I set up this interview. I'm very excited. That's right. All right. We are interviewing Daniel Ruffin. I hope I'm saying your last name right. I don't see any other way to <laughs> say it. Um, with over 10,000 subscribers on YouTube. Basically, I, obviously... We're going to talk to him about his background and what's inspired all his videos. But from what, if you go to his channel, from what you can kind of see, he takes meme type songs or situations that maybe didn't have a song, but he makes Broadway versions and it's fucking fantastic. Um, we'll be talking to him in just a few minutes here. So, but more specifically, I know him through Jenna Marbles. Not now, personally. No, no, no. Oh, gosh. Lord, personally? <laughs> oh, Lord, have mercy. First of all, we'd probably be more famous right now <laughs> if I knew her. No. Um, I am in the Dink fam, as is Daniel. Um, for those that don't know, what is the Dink well, fam? Well, the Dink fam is the community for Jenna Marbles, or Maury, and Julian Solomita. Yes, I said that right. Um now, obviously, she's had a fan base way before that. They both had fan bases before they started the podcast. But the song that they use, which I think is like a copyright-free song, which is amazing, it, they started saying dink to go with the dun, dun, dun. So we just started calling ourselves dinks, the dink fam. So there's, you know, there's the dink fam on Twitch, um, the podcast. I think there's a Discord. Um, there's I know there's a couple of Facebook groups, probably more than just the two I'm in. But I mainly am in the Twitter Dink Fam, and it is a glorious place to be. 10 out of 10 chef kisses. Shout out to all my Dinks. 
y'all are fucking great. I love you. So much positivity. <laughs> like, it's such an accepting, amazing place. There's not, like, any vicious viciousness. You know, sometimes a fan base can kind of, like, stand too hard in the wrong ways for people because, you know, for a multitude of reasons. For those that don't know, what does stand mean? It just means you're a fan of someone. You, there you stand go. with them, behind them. You support their Just so you know, anytime you bring up some jargon that some listeners may not well, know I'm what you're talking sure. about. <laughs> we hit everybody of all ages, so. You know, fan. Yeah. A but fan so. But Daniel Ruffin um, did a whole, he has a whole playlist, and he did a concert, which I think we'll ask him, you know, when we connect with him. Mm-hmm. I think it had to be virtual because of COVID. Yay. Yeah. Just um, like the podcast and the but interview, but he did a whole Jenna virtual. Marbles Broadway. Like it's it's fantastic, and that's the main reason that I know him. Yeah, and I actually sent out. Um, I didn't really know his name. I sent out like a couple a few weeks ago. I sent out a, like a SOS thing on the Dink Twitter, and I was like, "Please, who's the guy that does the Jenna Marbles <laughs> Broadway versions? I need to ask him something." <laughs> and then he popped up. He was like, "Hello, here I am," and he's super nice. So, and now we're going to Skype him in. Yeah, let's Skype him in uh, because Get we don't know what this weather is going to do. So, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> without further uh, further ado, from Deadpan Studio Podcast, we bring you the interview with Mr. Daniel Ruffing. Yeah. Welcome back to Deadpan Studio Presents, ladies and gentlemen. Woo. Yeah, that's right. Tonight, we have a very special guest, obviously, because of COVID, not in studio, but we do have uh, a very cool gentleman coming to us from Skype. Uh, not officially, obviously. I <laughs> <laughs> um, don't we let him introduce himself. Yes, yes. Uh, go ahead, introduce yourself, please. Okay, well, hello. My name is Daniel Ruffing. Um, I'm a composer. A lot of people know me from my Jenna Marbles musical series on my YouTube channel. Like I specialize in musical theater, and I turn different things into these songs. I'm trying to, like, repopularize music theater in <laughs> pop culture. That's, That's interesting awesome. you mentioned that. Uh, we're, we're big theater nuts. We love musical theater. Um, I'd made a mention the other day with... Uh, a guy that we were interviewing from our local theater, Barnlot Theater, that we think musical theater is making a comeback, especially here in the last couple of years. Uh, you've got a bunch of big movies that have come out, especially like The Greatest Showman, that has done very well. Uh, so interest in musical theater is is growing as we speak. So oh, my gosh, yeah. Uh, I think especially with... Uh, for lack of a better term, how hot uh, Jenna Marbles as a topic is right now. I think uh, you <laughs> creating a musical as an ode to Jenna Marbles is spot on and very topic relevant. Oh, yeah. <laughs> totally. Well, that's how I you know, came to know who, who you were. And obviously you saw where I was like calling out to Dink Twitter being like, I need, I need to ask him a very important <laughs> question. Help me find him. <laughs> Because I had forgotten your oh, yeah. name, and I was like, the guy who does the Broadway, Jenna. <laughs> <laughs> who is he? Yep, that's my my big claim to fame. Like, everyone <laughs> always forgets anything, but they're always like, it's the guy who did the I Want to Be Tall video. Iconic, honestly. <laughs> I know some of the listeners here aren't. Um, some, uh, Of course, if you're going to click on this and it has anything to do with Jenna Marbles, you're obviously a fan. But or sometimes we're going to have loyal listeners anyway. So... Jenna Marbles, of course, we got to go over the basics. She's a YouTube personality 
who for the past how many years now, what, 10, ten, ten years. years, has like grown a, a huge, huge video fan base. Now she, she is on a hiatus right now for yes. mental. Uh, who knows how um, long, you know. Just she needs a break. Yeah, well, she's been doing it so long. Yeah, everybody needs you know? a break. And Jillian's really stepping up with the podcast. And Jillian know, is her love, her partner. Her boyfriend. We, uh, They've been together about as long as you and me. Yeah. That's, that's good really, luck. That's really cool. <laughs> it's really cool. He's a really nice guy. So basically, she would upload videos week after week after week after week of just funny skits, whatever she songs, whatever she wanted to do. And I don't well, know anybody do that so would. Much skits. Well, she did some. Well, I'm just trying to I'm just trying to hit every I'm checklist, <laughs> every mark on the checklist. Uh, but the point is, uh, she has quite a big following and. Uh, Right now, since she's taking a hiatus, people are in need of some Jenna. Yeah. Well, I think Twitter is really, and just the Dink fam in general, it doesn't matter how long you've been watching her. Um, if you're more involved in Twitch or whatever, it's like, it's just a, such a great community. I mean, when you call out for help, you know, finding someone like Daniel, they're, they're on that. They're like, here he is. And it's like, oh, and I remember you. <laughs> Uh, remember seeing the tweet that you sent me you were like hello and I was like yes I found him <laughs> I'm so excited yeah she was very excited she yeah. uh, she ran just like she's like babe 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 look what I did <laughs> <laughs> yeah and Daniel I don't know if um, you know but a couple of uh, Twitter dinks have started their own little podcast um, they have about I think five pro- probably six episodes by the time this episode goes up but I'm asked to interview them too so it's really cool getting to interview you know getting getting to actually talk to people um and getting to know them it's like a it's like they're all my friends it's really nice so so let's let's well, uh i have questions all right go ahead yeah go right ahead well i know you already uh, you know inter- <laughs> interviewed introduced yourself good lord um, so what got you interested in music and theater and all that in the first place? Like, what So I started, oh, sorry. No, sorry. I was just going to add to my question, but never mind. <laughs> oh, okay. No worries. So yeah, I started by, um, taking piano lessons when I was like, oh, I want to say like 10 years old ish. My mom has been a musician. She was a composer too before me. And so Music was very alive and well in our family. But once I started taking piano lessons, I started to definitely get into music more and more. And I finally switched to a new piano teacher when I was about 13 or 14. And she was like a second grandma. She was incredible. And like, she was one who really pushed music for me and like really got me into like the theory side of music and how to write music and improvisation and stuff like that. And Then I obviously did every possible music thing in high school. So I was in marching (laughs) band, concert band, pep band. I did the school musical in the pit. I did jazz band, like everything in the world. And it was basically my life. And so then when it was like my sophomore year, I decided to start writing my own music because I was doing my warmups during like before a piano lesson Mm -hmm. and I just didn't have sheet music with me so I was improvising everything and I was like hey this kind of slaps and so (laughs) I just kept writing it and then I kept going and going and going and then I had like this little mini song and so I played it for my teacher she loved it she gave me some tips I improved it and I kept working on it over the next two years 
And then during my very last spring concert of senior year, I debuted this song with the whole concert band playing. And it was called, I think, Flyer Waltz, because we were the St. Paul Flyers was our school. Mm -hmm. So it was like an ode to my class. Oh, that's really really cool. cool. Yeah. Yeah. That's really cool. Like writing. It's one thing to like takes way more talent musically than I have to like learn pieces that already exist, but to like write your own, like that's I'll really just do anything musically. Incredible. I have two left thumbs. I can't do it. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I've done I theater and musical it. theater, but I still can't do anything with, uh, with music. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no worries. I wish I had learned something, but like, eh. <laughs> I can sing, but I think I've enjoyed okay. people's creativity more so than trying to be creative in that aspect anyway. So totally. Yeah. It, it just, it connects on a different part of my brain than anything else. And, uh, Ooh, thunder. <laughs> <laughs> I hear the thunder. Yeah. So how, um, have you connected with all the people in your videos? Are they your friends? Um, classmate, like past, cla- past classmates, students, like, who are they? Yeah, so a lot of it's like this big interconnected web of like people that I should have known but didn't know and now I do and stuff like that. So um, that. obviously the most iconic singer, Victoria Shell, who was the one who did I Want to Be Tall. Mm-hmm. Um, she's in the same major as me, but um, we only had one class together freshman year and we kind of just like were in different friend groups and stuff. And then when I was looking for a singer for I Want to Be Tall, I put something on Instagram and she's like, I've always wanted to work with you and stuff like that. And then we connected there. (laughs) And then, yeah, the rest is history. But like, it's crazy that for like two years, we were both in the same major. We were like that close, Mm -hmm. but that far. Yeah, it's like so close yet so far away. (laughs) Yeah, and like that's how pretty much everyone else is. Yeah. Oh yeah. What's uh? I know musical theater itself is a genre unto itself, but what type of musical theater do you enjoy doing, uh, playing, or creating the most? Oh, gosh. Do you mean, like, contemporary or, like, yeah. the classical kind of stuff? Okay. Oh, that's such a tricky one. I like everything, but I definitely <laughs> do, like, like a, I guess a mix, like, contemporary, classical. That's kind of what I write in. So, like, I always use Miss Saigon as an example, kind <laughs> of. <laughs> Because, like, it was classical, and then they redid it recently, and, like, they kind of refreshed it and all that stuff. And, like, I like the big sweeping orchestras Mm -hmm. and, like, not so much pop, but, yeah, like, those kind of Sondheim-ish in a way. Yeah. Yeah, That's what I really like to write, at least. But I love playing everything. Like, I have Mean Girls book. I have Hunchback the book. I have Hamilton, all that stuff. So I do like everything. Very cool. Now, have you done any uh, any sort of work with any of your local theaters or anything like that? I wish, but no. I have not really gotten into like community theater or anything like that. I really didn't get into theater until college. So luckily, college is just where I've done all my theater stuff. So it's usually kind of the next level, so to speak. I don't <laughs> want to speak bad about community theater, but no. kind of like that. Yeah. Yeah. No, I get. I totally, totally get that. Uh, now we uh, we're fortunate in our area that even though we have uh, we have community theater, we're just fortunate in that they try to do a lot of the bigger shows. Like one of the shows that I was uh, myself and Cat was in uh, was Rock of Ages. That was a lot of fun. Ooh, okay. Yeah, that was that was a very fun show yeah. to do. And 
You, you have to understand. I don't know. I'm not sure where you live, but we live in the Bible Belt in Kentucky. So, <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> so even though we've toned we toned down some of the content, it, it was still a really racy type of show. Yeah, but man, <laughs> it was fun. But it was a lot of fun. Uh, it was that was the only one I actually acted in, but I really like helping backstage. That's sort of like it's like the organized oh, yeah. chaos. I kind of thrive. Oh, totally. Back there. I'm like, oh, you need me to pin your hair. So your thing, a fixer <laughs> strap. Okay, come here. Where's the safety pins? <laughs> and like organizing the prop tables, you know. Yeah. The, oh yeah. Yeah. The the cool thing about community theater is just that if you get a, if you're lucky to get a good one, they will swing for the fences every time. Uh, with uh, they'll try to get in really fast to try to acquire the rights in order to be able to perform or put on yeah. these different shows yeah, faster we were, than anybody else. Sadly, our two local theaters, they'll the one that we I guess prefer when we are like have done shows that is not actually in our town. It's about 10 miles up the road. Yeah. yeah. But oh, okay. obviously, you know, thanks to COVID, <laughs> you know, none of the theaters, yeah, but they were going to do, do anything, uh, they were going to do JCS. They were going to do a uh, little shop of horrors. Um, wow. Arsenic yeah. and old lace. Um, and, a, you know, just a, a bunch of, you know, yeah. really cool shows. Now they're honoring, you know, tickets and stuff. Like they sell season passes and any oh, show totally. that had already had individual tickets purchased for they're honoring it for whatever they do next year you know so that's good but you know it's kind of like you're hoping they can keep on to the rights for next yeah. year because you know it's you know, especially for the couple bigger shows yeah because it's kind of like you know we couldn't really do anything so maybe we can still do it next year so uh <laughs> yeah you know what what is what sort of um things are you doing now uh, obviously covid kind of hinders you to be able to do certain things uh, but what sort of things are you wanting to do or planning to do if uh, things obviously don't change for the next little bit yeah that's kind of the big question because yeah. now i'm going into my senior year of college so i'm kind of like oh, i should go out with a bang or something like that but yeah. it's so tricky with covid because we don't know if we're going to be leaving halfway through the semester and if that's going to carry over to spring ideally i'd like to do i just had a concert in february called he's lost his marbles which was like the concert of all my music mm -hmm. ideally i'd like to do another one of those like maybe in march or april but with an original musical that i'm kind of working on now mm -hmm. and kind of do that like a preview or something to kind of jumpstart the summer where we'll be like workshopping now, are you and able stuff. To, since you're since you're writing this are you able to talk a little bit about it without giving anything big away Yes, a bit. I'm not allowed to reveal like much of the plot, but there right. are um, five songs I want to say on my channel that are from the show. Oh. Um, it's called Life Song, like I said, and it's based off of a song that my mom wrote when she discovered that my uncle was diagnosed with colon cancer. And oh, so wow. it's kind of like this hopeful song. And yeah. we're kind of it's kind of like half fiction, half nonfiction. So stretching the truth a bit a little more and just kind of making it more theatrical and exciting um it's going to be following the estonian singing revolution and oh. it's going to be kind of about themes of immigration terminal illness and like kind of the effects that that has on the person who's diagnosed but also everyone around them and kind of how that affects their lives and their mentalities i think that's some really important things to talk about especially in a oh, way yeah. that you know, sometimes you have to entertain people to get a message across. Yeah, you exactly. Know? You can't just sit there and be like, oh, this is this and this is that and go to this website and blah, 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 blah. Sometimes you need to, Yeah. I, I hate to say pep it up, but I mean, it, 
get people talking about it, you know, get people feeling the feelings about it, you know? <laughs> totally. Absolutely. And, uh, you know, well, we say that, but not everything has to have a message to be entertaining. Let, let's, let's, uh, Let's call that what it is. Sometimes oh, things are just for entertain. Uh, you know, it's just for entertainment value. Now, the reason I say that is because. <laughs> oh, I wait. I had a yes. question. Yes, so, go ahead. Earlier this year, I think just a few months ago, you were gonna do um, your Jenna Marbles concert. Like, I sort of followed that, but then I like lost track of it. So, what happened? Did it turn virtual, or was that the last like people in a building thing that happened, or did you have to cancel it? Because I. I lost track of that <laughs> situation. Oh, okay. Yeah, so in February, I did my last in-person concert, which okay. was He's Lost His Marbles, which was like the Jenna Marbles kind yeah. of stuff and all the other songs I've been working on. But then we were thinking about doing another one, and then obviously COVID hit, so yeah. then we did transition to virtual. Oh, okay. And that one was more just every single song I've done, so not more focusing on the Jenna Marbles. So I think we did, oh gosh, like, 20-ish songs that I've written Wow! and we just did that um, virtually via like Zoom and like I would have people record stuff and I'd back over yeah. it and stuff like that um, that was just July 5th so yeah. it's on That's, my channel yeah. too if anyone wants to watch it well yeah we'll, we'll link whatever you know we'll share whatever you want us to share because I, I was because I wasn't following you or like mm -hmm. any of the singers but of course a bunch of people I was following were talking about it they were like oh I'm able to go or I can't go and, you know, talking about tickets yeah. and stuff. And then I, I mushed the, those two separate concerts together. So that was why I was like, did it happen? Did it, was it virtual? Oh, so, it okay. was, so one was in person, one was virtual. Cause it Which, so. yes. Which brings up, um, what, <laughs> what's been your favorite, uh, what's your favorite song that you've written so far for, for musicals, obviously. Oh gosh, that's such a tricky one. I think my favorite I have to like divide it into sections because there's different things. My favorite Jenna Marbles one is the prologue because that one was the hardest one for me to write. Uh -huh. And I think it sounds like hella good and it's so freaking awesome. And the performances of it have always been like spot on. Oh. I think my favorite song on my channel that's not Jenna Marbles is my Kombucha Girl song. Oh my that one was also really <laughs> difficult and I think it's hilarious and... I just love how dramatic I made it. Like, it's so extra mm -hmm. and not necessary at all. Like, who asked me to write this? No one. But it it's great. Exist. I love it. I have, it have needed you... to be in the world. I need to binge watch slash listen to all your videos. Just have you thought about uh, compiling the, you know, the music for Jenna, uh, the Jenna Marbles concert and putting them out as one, you know, almost like creating the concert to, you know, listen to as opposed to, you know, going to the shows and stuff like that mm -hmm. yeah i've kind of done that so we released two no one cast album of the concert i had in february and that's on like spotify and everything so it's not entirely the jenna marbles musical mm -hmm. in the concert like in an album but it does have i think like 90 percent of the songs from the jenna marbles musical but then it also has all the other songs on my channel and then we're going to be releasing another album, hopefully in December-ish, probably around Christmas. Mm. That'll have everything else that wasn't recorded. So trying to get everything on Spotify, especially because like sounds are getting used on TikTok more and yeah. like yeah. Yeah. mine are very TikTok worthy <laughs> sounds and stuff like that. 
Are we allowed to leave in the bit about the album coming out in December? You want to? Yeah. That? Oh, totally. Awesome. Well, let's. Uh, I tell you what, uh, Daniel, if you don't mind, I'd actually like to play a couple of these uh, bits from uh, Jenna Marbles the Musical for the audience. Of course. All right. So, <laughs> um, this first one is "I Want to Be Tall," one of the songs that you mentioned earlier. So, we're gonna play that. We may not play the whole song. We got yeah, we got time. We can play the whole song. It's about two minutes and twelve seconds. So, without further ado, everybody enjoy "I Want to Be Tall" by Jenna Marbles. <laughs> composed and, by Daniel. Yes, Huffing. composed. By <laughs> I just, I'm just the the whole thing. Uh, just <laughs> it makes me laugh. Uh, we were listening to it before we got on mic, and I'm still laughing about it. So, <laughs> everybody enjoy. I'm a very much are we gonna do that the short one <laughs> yes yeah all right okay so we're gonna play the second one this lasts about 32 seconds from again jenna marbles the musical this one is called smells like bullshit bullshit <laughs> Bullshit. It smells like, it smells like, it smells like bullshit. Bullshit. 
כאן. Beautiful. Thank you. I'm speechless just because that, that, I love that. I just absolutely love that. One word, beach, iconic. <laughs> we stand. Thank you so you. much. We stand. It is. It's great. We love it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So um, since we're kind of, I, I know it seems like we just started, but we're actually already 30 minutes into this interview almost. So we've got... Uh, We've got some questions here that, uh, if you don't mind, we'd like for you to be the guinea pig on with what I would like to call the DSP-12, the Deadpan Studio Podcast yes. 12. I'll explain your inspiration. Um, are you familiar with a Mr. James Lipton? I feel like I should, but I'm definitely not. <laughs> <laughs> um, even uh, even if you're not a you know movie buff, more theater uh, you know fan, um, I'm sure... Uh, most people have probably heard his name in passing. Uh, he passed away earlier this year, but he did a show. He taught at, uh, I think he taught at NYU's theater department. And he had this show called Inside the Actor's Studio where he would have all sorts of famous people oh. come in. Yeah, and just talk to them about, th- about their lives and, and such. And he had these set of 10 questions that he would ask everybody every single time. Now... Um, not a lot of people are doing anything, you know, as an ode to him. They're kind of trying to revive his show without him. Okay. But I thought I would take, uh, kind of do an ode to him and ask certain questions that he asked. But then, of course, we've got some of our own uh, that we would well, like to added ask. To I've added I love that. Yeah. So, for example, I will start out with Mr. Mr. Daniel Ruffing. What is your favorite word? Oh, my favorite word. I love effervescent. Effervescent. That's nice. It's so fun to say. <laughs> what about your least favorite word? Oh, God. I mean, this is probably really... I just hate moist. Ah, <laughs> yeah, that's mine. Right there. That if it's horrible not describing word. cake, then stop eating. <laughs> I don't even like that to describe cake. Well, I like yeah. delicious and yummy. That's what I want cake to be. <laughs> okay. All right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what's your favorite part of the day? Oh, I love nighttime. Nighttime. Me too. What sound or noise do you love? My own music, though. <laughs> <laughs> sound of my piano want... playing. <laughs> yeah, I didn't know if that was that was kind of egotistical to say, but I do oh. love the sound of pianos. Yeah. yeah. Just in general. On the flip side, what sound or noise do you hate? I despise like loud chewing or anything like that. Like I will vom.com if I hear that. It's so gross. Uh, there's probably a couple episodes of Dan Pastidia podcast you don't want to listen to because we played games <laughs> and ate during it. So we like to have people and order pizza. We treat them well. Oh, okay, that's nice. <laughs> yeah. Um, what scent brings you joy? Ooh, cinnamon rolls. Oh my god. Oh hell yeah. Cinnamon. Absolutely cinnamon, cinnamon rolls. rolls. Yeah. On the flip side, what scent brings you disgust? Oh, gosh. Um, All right. Well, this is really specific to me, but like here at BW, all of the ball and ball, sorry, where I go to school, all the dorm rooms have this really specific smell and it's god awful. It's probably like a, (laughs) yeah, like a general dorm room smell that everything has, but it just 
horrible. Now that I have like my own apartment and I think about living in a dorm, it was the worst. And it just, <laughs> it brings me terror. <laughs> terror. <laughs> well, there's so many, I think um, there's so many like things that you can't use in a dorm room that would help smells like yes exactly hot things and candles it's like yeah uh maybe it smells but you don't we don't need to burn the place down yeah so you it. just have to live with it it's horrible get some febreze or just live with it <laughs> totally <laughs> outside of uh, music or musical theater uh what other profession or hobby do you think that you would like to try to attempt Ooh, well before i like delved into music theater I was obsessed with marine biology and I really wanted to be a marine biologist. And I still like anytime I go to an aquarium or anything, I will be there for like five hours and like everyone's like, can we just like leave already? I can be there forever. Like we gotta clean, get out. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So yeah, I think marine biologist for sure. We have can four I, can I ask the next few? Yes, the, the, we have four more, okay. and okay. these are the nitty gritty. Now that we've asked you these basic questions, uh, it kind of opens you up and relaxes you. Why and not like, yeah, yeah, it kind of opens you up to be able to answer a little more complicated and okay. more insightful questions. Well, this oh, next one's kind of funny. Too, okay, but yeah. What is your favorite curse word? Mm, ooh, <laughs> I love I love shit. Obviously, I wrote a song about it, so <laughs> shit. It's <laughs> a good one. If you could. If you could interview any famous person, living or dead, who would it be? Oh, it's a duo. Um, Benj Pasek and Justin Paul, who wrote, like, Greatest Showman and Dear Evan Hansen. They're my absolute inspirations. I actually talked on the phone with Benj once. Oh, it's the greatest thing in my life. Yeah, I did. I, like, completely um, gamed the system on that. I probably did some <laughs> things I shouldn't have, but we won't talk about that. If you, didn't have, if you didn't have my respect before now and I didn't like you, that would have automatically earned respect right there. Oh, so perfect. You know. That's good. <laughs> All right. Second to last. If you could have dinner with anyone of your choosing, living or dead, not, who would it be? Not necessarily famous, Does not be way. famous. Could literally anyone in the whole world. Oh, my gosh. That's a tricky one. Mm. Normally, I'd say those two again, but probably Stephen Sondheim. <laughs> I feel like he'd just be like lit as hell. Like, yeah. I don't. I just feel like he's incredible and just like really lively and stuff. So I feel like we'd have some good conversations there. Cat, this man's I a feel, genius. Well, I feel like <laughs> yeah, the energy would be good. good All, right. All right. Last one. Last one. This is very hypothetical. Very existential. So this isn't dealing with belief. This is just a hypothetical. All right. Ooh. Okay. <laughs> he gave up. You yeah. up this, this is one. this one is actually the James Lipton. I want to make sure to throw that this one was on here, so he asked this of everybody. Oh, okay. If heaven exists, what would you like God to say to you when you arrive at the Prilly Gates? Ooh, okay, y'all really went for it this time. <laughs> <I guess> so. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Oh, that's tricky. Maybe something like "You're a skinny legend, and we stand you. Please come into heaven." <laughs> But, like, I don't know. I feel like just him saying, like, you did it right, man. The title You're of the here. <laughs> Congrats. Uh, you made it to legend heaven. We stand him. I love it. I love it. Fantastic. <laughs> oh, oh, my gosh. Well, this time has just really, honestly, it's flown by. I told you it lasts about 30, 35 minutes, and we're at, yeah, we're at uh, 3602, but we had a five minute intro. So, yeah, we're about. 30 minutes or so. Kat, do you have anything else you would like to ask this gentleman? can't think of anything. I'll probably think of stuff later, but... <laughs> <laughs> Not really, because I asked, you know, about 
your background? Did ask about the singers? You asked some good questions. I can't really think of anything else. Well, Is there? Wait, what's? Let's see. Hold on. Oh. Mm. Oh, she's got a thought. Well, I had like half a thought for most of the day, and I never like flushed it out, <laughs> which isn't good when you're going to interview someone. Um, let's see. What is your wildest theater music related story, if you can tell it? Like, did some crazy shit go down once? Like, nothing bad, but just maybe like more funny, yeah. crazy, like. Most memorable, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, this didn't happen to me, but I did see a community um, theater production of Legally Blonde, <laughs> and it was probably the worst thing I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> and, like, I wanted to stab a fork in my eyes. Oh. It was horrible. Like, they completely miscast the whole thing, and there was, oh. like, the character who played Paula, Queen. We loved her. She was great. But, like, she definitely should have had the lead, and, like, it was like that whole thing, like, go on, give us nothing. Give us no energy. We love that. Like, I have it was to just, did, did, the UPS, did the UPS driver, uh, did he still knock it out of the park being funny? He sure did. Oh, yes, good. that part was okay. They actually that might have cast saved that, right? And <laughs> then the they also cast the, the, yeah, the jump rope girl was good, too. But that was <laughs> it. That was it. We did Legally Blonde, or not us, but our the theater we like to go to, they did that two years ago yeah it was two years ago two, two years seasons ago. ago yeah yeah i think that was pretty low casted so yeah. <laughs> but you know sometimes they just they just don't get it right yeah yeah <laughs> better luck next time you get to do it <laughs> well then um of course we'll have everything out on social media we'll have these in the show notes ever uh would you like to plug anything mr daniel plug your stuff plug your stuff Ooh, yes um obviously just listen to my album on spotify if you use tiktok use my sounds in your tiktok because that really helps me get some exposure um you can do pretty much any of the songs that are already on spotify um i know miss keisha is really popular so try to use that if you can really good melody just oh my fucking god she fucking dead great use like huge potential for that so use my sounds yeah just listen to whatever if you're going to bed at night just Play my music on Spotify. Fall asleep to it. Dream about it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> tell awesome. your friends about it. That's right. And we will tell everybody about this, too. So th- I think this oh. we're going to uh, we're gonna bring this to a close. Yeah. So. Oh, you want to plug your socials real quick? Oh, where yeah. Can, where can people find you? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. So um, on pretty much everything, if you just Google Daniel Ruffing, you'll find it. Um, my Twitter is the only different one. It's Dan Ruffing Music. But everything else, just search Daniel Ruffing and you'll probably find what you're looking for. Awesome. Da- Daniel Ruffing, Jenna Marbles. There you go. Go check him <laughs> yes. out. Subscribe. <laughs> give him those likes and those views. Show him all the love. That's right. Do it, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Thank we you had so a really much. good time listening to it. And, of course, we had an amazing time talking to you this evening, Daniel. Thank you so much for being on here with us. Thank you, Daniel. Oh, thank you for having me. It was really fun to talk to you. Absolutely. Same. <laughs> And with that, would you like to say goodbye, Cat? Goodbye. I'll say goodbye too. Mr. Daniel, what about you? Goodbye. Goodbye. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> we'll catch y'all later. Take it easy. I hope that Onis enjoys this as much as we did. Daniel's such a nice person. Dude, you rock. I hope you know that. Um, and if you don't, seriously. Look in the mirror. You rock.
Uh, oh my gosh, I love his energy so much. Oh yeah, he he seems like just a really good person. I hang out with which him all day. We need more of that in this world right now. Word. Yeah. So Daniel, thank you so much for being on here with us. Um, it's a great. It was a great interview. We really enjoyed it. We truly did. Kat, do you have any final thoughts on this? He's a fucking awesome dude. Go listen to everything he's ever done. That's publicly available. Word. And like we said in the interview. Use his sounds for TikTok. Stream him on Spotify. Follow his socials. That's right. Everything will be linked uh, in the show notes as well as in social media. So check us out as always. Oh, if, oh. Yes, go ahead. If any of you guys out there have a request for someone you want, to, want us to interview, or if you do something really cool, art, music, Maybe you're a podcaster, too, and you want to spread the word about yours. Then you can email us at DeadpanStudio18. Slide into our DMs. DeadpanStudio18 at gmail.com, as well as at DeadpanStudio18 on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. And you can also... Facebook. Yeah, you can also DM the page too. Are the DMs open on yes, uh, Twitter? Absolutely, yeah. everything's open. So please Sign contact in. us. We love the if attention. Got any cool ass people that we should talk to that do cool ass stuff? Let us know. That's right. Hell yeah. And of course, as always, uh, we're streaming on about everywhere. So <laughs> <laughs> there's just more and more podcast I'm, apps. And I'm just gonna hit the basics. It just Google us. You'll find us. So we are on iTunes, there. Stitcher, Google Podcast, TuneIn, Spotify, Podbean, deadpanstudio.podbean.com. Check us out. And with that Can I get a oh hell yeah. Oh hell yeah. Oh hell yeah. <laughs> and with that, this evening I have been your host, the Matt. And I'm Kat. Dink, dink. For Deadpan Studio Podcast, this has been this week. Deadpan Studio Presents. Dink, Shout out to the Dink fam once again. Love y'all. Take care, guys. Bye.